What's going on, everybody? I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Well, a lot of bit of a hiatus. Been trying to focus on building my business, my uh, software, and uh, you know, staffing business over there. But this this whole podcast, this media thing, is is in the the, the dreams for the you know the long haul. I'm thinking like 2022 after I sell the business um, for a few million bucks. That's the goal. You can call me crazy if you want, but that's the goal. Then we're going to switch to this and go at it full time and build the whole damn thing. And also, side note, I've bought a lot of different hoodies, and I realize this is like the only thing that I wear over the past five years. But it's just like when, when you got something that works, you just roll with it. You know, this thing is soft. It's comfy. If you don't like me in the gray hoodie, even though I'm, I'm single as, pot, as I could be, single slice of beefcake over here, and I should be trying to dress and to, to impress, but fact of the matter is is this this is me take it or leave it so if you want to you know you want to date me and charlie my new puppy you're going to have to deal with the the gray hoodie here but there's a lot going on in new england um a lot going on in the nfl for that matter first one being is trying to figure out who the hell the quarterback's going to be uh here in uh in, in the great region of new england and also side i'm not going to get into this but like the the fun thing for everybody to do is bill belichick has become kind of a punching bag for media it's the perfect story like you you knew this was going to continue to go on and there's a couple players like danny amendola i don't know why he came out with with that quote talking about how tom brady's the patriot way um and then matt light did fire back at him it just seems like i don't know where Dan, danny amendola came from from the rafters with that trying to drop a bow on Bill Belichick for absolutely no reason. Um, but, yes, Matt Stafford uh, apparently didn't want to go to New England. I think he's in a really good spot for the Los Angeles Rams. That was a really interesting trade. I think it was a good trade for both sides. The Rams, um, they, they don't have a first-round draft pick until, you know, probably until we're going to have civilization on Mars. I think 2026 20, or something is when they're lined up to have another first-round pick. Um, but Matthew Stafford is, is really underrated, and the Rams really needed to go out and win. It looked like Jared Goff was kind of plateauing and wasn't continuing to get better. And, um, you know, this is another rumor, but this is definitely something that's been said by a lot of the insiders is you know, after the Super Bowl uh, with Jared Goff and um, what's his name? Every time you throw on a camera, you forget just head coaches' names. Um, McVay, apparently, apparently they just weren't clicking as much anymore. And that, that was one of the most interesting things that I've heard. And it's really interesting on how relationships can be damaged in those big moments. Um, but, of course, I mean, they only scored three points. So I could see how that's something that could damage a team just, just in the same way that Pete Carroll uh, and the Seahawks sounded like they they really couldn't get over the hump of that play call so it does happen in those big moments and i find that really interesting from a just a human perspective but the patriots need a quarterback matt stafford is not going to be in new england he actually said he wanted to go anywhere besides new england and when people are using those words in in the media and trying to make these articles you know it, it just came down to like four teams and matt stafford was like i don't want to go to new england and it was mainly because this offense is still being built there's a lot of salary cap and a lot of question marks and he watched cam newton really struggle in this offense and knew it would be a, a climb for him and who who really knows who were the other teams uh in play for matt stafford but the rams 
I mean, that's definitely a good landing spot. I mean, the Rams are going all in right now. They like to make big splashes, and I can't blame Stafford for preferring Los Angeles and also, you know, better weather. As I'm getting older, I don't understand why I'm living up here in the seven-degree weather, reading Don't Kill Myself books, you know? Trying, trying to deal with this weather. I should be out in L.A. too, slinging the rock. Maybe they should have hit me up. I got video of me throwing the rock 50 yards, but it's not going to be Matt Stafford. Um, so what are the other options for the Patriots besides Matt Stafford? Um, of course, we can go back to the Jarrett Stidham thing. All these people, all these, all these people that are on the street corners buying Percocets, they got plenty of Matt's. Stidham jerseys out there. Is it going to be Jared Stidham? Probably not. It seems like it's not going to be. Maybe there's some secret behind the scenes where Bill Belichick has been slowly grooming this guy to get to the next level, playing behind Cam Newton. That could be a possibility, but it's been very quiet. Um, Bill Belichick doesn't really give much out fucking anyways. So this could have been happening the whole time, and everybody's just assuming things about Belichick when he might like Stidham. But we saw we saw at the end of the season too, and that that was kind of a you know an inference of not seeing Stidham play in games that didn't matter. You thought that Stidham was gonna go out there, and even even if Stidham wasn't the guy, he should have gone out there, right? Even if Belichick's thinking. You know, it's, it's not Stidham. Like, he's not my long-term answer. And it was kind of strange that he wouldn't even throw him out there anyways, which is why I don't read too much into it. Maybe it was something along the lines of, we don't want to damage this young dude's um, um, ego or his, his confidence, which obviously, looking at the Super Bowl with Jared Goff is something that you could kind of tear relationships with, right? I'm talking about the human side of, of football. But, yeah, I don't. it's looking like it's probably not going to be Stidham. So who are we really left with for the Patriots? A lot of people are, are throwing Cam Newton's name out there again. Is he a possibility? Especially if we go and, and we draft you know, the quarterback from Alabama. We, we, there's probably three quarterbacks that are going to be left over at 15. And also, let's talk about Matt Stafford and what, what was given up for Matt Stafford and why people are not outraged, but they're shocked by all the collateral that's being thrown around for Matt Stafford, but even more Deshaun Watson. I think people really need to realize, first of all, Matt Stafford is is an underrated quarterback. And even if you don't think he's underrated, if you want to line up all the quarterbacks in this league and just go one to 20 to 30 to 32, like Matt Stafford's probably going to be in, in 90% of people's top 15. And whenever you're taking a quarterback, if you put yourself in the shoes of the Patriots, with the 15th overall pick, look at the quarterbacks that are going to be left and just just take a look at them and say to yourself, do you think that that quarterback is going to be a top 15 in the league uh, for consistently for years to come? And would you take that with this pick? And you're all day long, all day long, you're going to take that outcome if you could press a button and know what the outcome was going to be from that draft. And you could say something like, we could play the who wants to be millionaire type thing where you could... You know, say, well, you can have a top 15 quarterback, but, you know, lower percentage chance and he's going to be a top five quarterback. And, like, you're going to take the top 15 quarterback without risking it. That's a stupid analogy. But it just goes to show you how big of a crapshoot it is in the draft or just in general to find a quarterback. And when a team holds that quarterback, it doesn't matter what the, the outliers are. If he's asking for a trade, that asset holds so much weight. It's probably the biggest asset in sports besides something like a, like a top five player in the NBA, which can completely change a team. You need, you need a top tier quarterback to win a Super Bowl. 
You can look at instances where you've had game managers like Peyton Manning at the end of his career, even though he was he was smart with the ball. Um, but you need a top-tier quarterback to, to win Super Bowls, or you need a, just one of those defenses that is just insane um, that comes around, it seems like, once every 10 years that win Super Bowls. Um, but that that that's why these teams are willing to give up so much. And this is why Deshaun Watson is going to be calling for a lot of assets in return and everybody's everybody's throwing out these trade scenarios where you're you're giving up like three first round picks and a really good player on a team and i don't think it's that crazy to be giving giving up one of your top tier players and three first round draft picks for deshaun watson and a lot of people are using the the fact that deshaun watson is forcing his way out and also deshaun watson has a no trade clause and he has to he has to approve and a lot what you got to remember is the the Houston Texans just because they're in that position doesn't mean that they don't hold any cards in that scenario they hold the top 5 asset and they have them on contract like if you want to sit out Deshaun if I'm if I'm GM sitting at one of those long glass tables you know you smell mahogany and all the leather and I'm you know I'm sitting there I got a nice bourbon on the rocks cuz I'm drinking midday cuz that's what they do probably smoking a, a bogey at the end of that table like you hold the top 5 asset probably in the NFL top five that's on the market and if you want to tell them to sit out like go ahead and sit out dude like we'll we'll eat whatever we have to eat from a salary perspective or a salary cap perspective we'll pay you less because you're not going to get paid what you're guaranteed if you're sitting out there's no sense of urgency for me because I don't have Deshaun Watson this year's a bust anyways what are you going to do go out and get it what quarterback are you going to go out and get and even if you do get a good quarterback look at the Houston Texans you have time I would tell Deshaun Watson, go ahead. You want to have a standoff? I'll have a standoff. I'll wait a full year. You know, you're not you're not going to be playing. You're going to waste another year in your prime. You want to play that game? I'll play that game all day long. And then you go to teams, and if teams want to pretend like there's a sense of urgency and I need to give up less, like I'm looking, I'm looking at them in my FaceTime with my bourbon. I'm going to take a drag of that that bogey. I'm going to say I got no sense of urgency here. What do I? What am I playing for this year? in 2021 nothing i'll sit on deshaun watson and i'll get my picks next year if i have to so that's why the texans should be getting three first rounders and i, I really think they will i think it's going to be something like it depends on where the position are for for those first rounders i think if it's if it's the jets or if it's something like a top five pick it's going to be less but if it's kind of a mid-range team like say the patriots um you're going to be asking for for more um and here's an interesting perspective too is if you're somebody like let's just imagine like the jaguars they probably had this conversation of trevor lawrence or deshaun watson in my opinion i would take deshaun watson people are going to call me crazy but you got a guaranteed top five quarterback who's extremely young what is he 25 at this point you got a long road ahead of him he's ready to go you're ready to win now and you got to build a team around him. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback in the league, but you never know. Trevor Lawrence could be, you know, like 25, ranked 25th in the league. He could be a backup quarterback down the road. We've seen number one uh, quarterbacks bust often. So I would debate doing that. If I were the Jets, I would definitely debate doing that. I don't care what you think about those those prospects or what any expert thinks about those prospects. Deshaun Watson, you got a top five quarterback. <laughs> I, I probably would do it. 
I, I would do it. And I think that's why this is why you're seeing the lists from Deshaun Watson, where it's like, I prefer the Jets, the Dolphins, and he's kind of naming these lower tier teams. And the reason is because the Texans are looking at him and they're saying, we'll, we'll sit on your contract. Like I said, you got to pick teams that are in the top 10. Like, here's your list. Pick your favorite ones, and we'll start to get the conversations going. If you don't want to pick anybody on the list, like, you can go away for a couple months and come back when you're ready to, to act like a grown-up. Like, take a drag of the cigarette. Like, you know that's what's happening. Of course, Deshaun Watson doesn't want to go to the Jets unless he just wants the big market. But of course, he doesn't want to go to the Jets. And that's why Miami's on that list. I think Miami is at the top of his list because they hold a high pick, I think, right? They're, they're top 10. And I mean, that's an, that's a growing team. That's in a good spot. That's a good looking team. I think that's, if, if I were guessing, if the Texans and Deshaun Watson are sitting down over the next couple months and they're at a standoff, I think the Dolphins are the best deal to make for both of those people. So that's what I'm, pred I'm predicting. The Dolphins are going to be the team for, for Deshaun Watson. It just makes way too much sense for everybody involved. Um, Besides the Dolphins with Tua, I guess, if they really like Tua, but you're going to take Deshaun Watson off of two, out of, over Tua all day long. Um, but that's what's going on. I think he's going to be in Miami. But for the Patriots, it's like Jimmy G, 49ers are, are going to be willing to move on from him. He's definitely an option if the Patriots, you know, over the next four years, I think they have a good core group of guys that you can build on, and they're going to be competing. I know, I know people are looking at this past season, but there's too many opt-outs. I'm not going to go deep into that. Patriots are going to be competing again. And you got to just look at Jimmy G. Is he durable enough? He's been missing a lot of games, something like 54% of the games he's actually played in. Um, and what else is, is really out there? And also keep in mind, where, wherever you know Deshaun Watson lands, think about Deshaun Watson. If it's not Miami and there's a team that's willing to deal to a or not Tua, or whoever their existing quarterback is, that's going to be interesting. Like, if Deshaun ends up in Washington, like maybe do you get Alex Smith or something? Alex Smith would be a pretty decent fill-in for a couple of years. Um, that that chip falling is also going to be really interesting because I think, the, I think the entire NFL is in on Deshaun Watson. Of course they would take him, besides the obvious landing spots like the Chiefs or, or the Bucks, Maybe even the Bucks would... You gotta think if the Bucks won a Super Bowl, <clears throat> they got they got what they wanted out of Tom Brady. If if the option for Deshaun Watson came in, they would even consider that. Just saying, but who knows what's gonna go on with the Patriots? I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm forgetting a big name here. Um, but we will see. I'm thinking it's I think it will be Cam Newton, and everybody's gonna be punching holes in their drywall. All these Patriot fan pages, they're gonna be just. You know, they're going to be sitting on their couches that are all stained. They're going to be sipping on NyQuil through a straw, like straw inside the NyQuil, calling it scissorp, you know, cheap man scissorp. And that's what's going to happen. But um, all right, I'm, we'll see when my next podcast is going to be, probably in a month and a half or something. Maybe I'll keep going, keep it raw like this, not even edit it. That's how the people like it. They like it raw.